thing as auto-aim, ladies. Minerva. I'm surprised someone so feral still follows Grodd's orders. No, princess. I only joined Grodd to draw out my own quarry. You. A fool's errand. Like when you sought a god's power but found the cheetah's curse. More like the cheetah's gift. I'm stronger, faster, and thirsty. So thirsty for Amazon blood. Hello and welcome to Ella Gover the Podcast. I'm your host, Abdullah, and with me today is... Erica Luttrell. And you might know Erica from a lot of things. <laughs> Which is, God, it, it's, I was kind of dreading this because I, I thought about like, where do we start with you? Because you've been acting since you were a kid. Yeah. And it's like, if, you know, should I do a career retrospective? Because it'd be disingenuous if not. But then I remembered like, you know, most people nowadays would know you as Bangalore or Sapphire from Steven yeah. Universe. So who cares about <laughs> all the earlier stuff? Right, right, right. Well, you know, who knows? I mean, you, you never know. But I mean, um, man, um, so here's a little bit, you know, backstory on this one. This, this episode actually has backstory. Mm-hmm. So you and I have actually met at GalaxyCon at a virtual con and we actually hit it off real well. I, I was kind of disappointed because I was in podcast mode. I was like having a normal conversation, forgetting that I only had like a, <laughs> Six minutes on the thing. Oh, and... how funny! Oh, I didn't realize that's funny. <laughs> so, so, and then I thought to myself, you know, would would Erica do this? I mean, you know, we already got like some Apex Legends on here, and I'm already friends with Mello Lee, so you know, does that get me something? Oh. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're funny. <laughs> I love Mello, so yes, it does. <laughs> that well, you figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you get Erica to do your shows. Just be friends with Mello Lee. <laughs> Melody, you get Roger on your show. These are two people I love very much, so so that that that'll do it. Uh well, you know, Roger. Oh God, that was a fun one. Did you actually listen to that one, or did you? I haven't. No, because I didn't know where to. I I know you gave me. Well, actually, did you give me your handle at the time? No, I I, I said like yeah I yeah I did, but uh... I feel like I didn't write it down correctly because <laughs> I wasn't able to look up the stuff, and I was like, I don't know what you're gonna be asking me. <laughs> Every time I do an interview, I'm always like, well, I don't know if I'm going to have good answers, you know. So, but then I couldn't do my research. So you'll have to send, what is, where do I, where do I go? I'll just send, you know, do it live. I'll just send you my Twitter. You send me the things. <laughs> just like, I'm, I'm doing this live and so bear with me here. Please, yeah. There's my Twitter. It's like on the, the link is on the. Like the first thing, it's, min- it's in my bio. Besides <laughs> Got it, got it, got it. Cool. So there you go. Uh, professionalism. <laughs> there you are. Okay. I see it. That was, I've like never conveyed a message via Skype that way. So that was cool. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio is your favorite Ninja Turtle. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, good. I'm there. <laughs> I love it. Great. Okay. So yes, where shall we begin? So you started acting at an early age. Like how old were you when you started acting? I was two. So I was a baby, basically. Wow. <laughs> two years old. Two years old. <laughs> I was a tiny, small baby person. 
So yeah, that's how you got into acting. Like you were just born into it. Like usually we we get like a big spiel about oh man, you know I I you know did studied acting at so and so and blah blah no. blah. No, <laughs> it's funny because like I'm very much in the minority, and it makes me feel like a bit of a weirdo. I mean, I guess I don't know. All actors are slightly weirdos, but um. But even, you know, much more so just because of the fact that I don't have one of those stories. I don't have the, uh, I studied. I mean, I've since studied and I've since, you know, enjoyed how my dog is like trying to snuggle up to me over here. See, you can't see these things though. Um, but, but, uh, but I didn't when I was much younger. So I kind of fell into it, I guess. My parents put me into it. You know, I had fun. So I kept doing it as I got older. Um, and yeah, I just didn't have that like, wow, I've just, I've always dreamed of acting. It's like, well, my story is like, I've always done and enjoyed it, <laughs> but, but I never had like that gap to, to like crave it, I guess, like a lot of people did, uh, and to do the theater school and what have you, which is, you know, it's kind of, it's a different journey. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own journey and, and, and like at the end of the day, it's like, it's interesting, you know, seeing people who are born into showbiz because, you know, that's the whole controversy about, well, you know, child actors, man, they, they're, they you know, kind of messed up and, and all that stuff. Right. <laughs> Am I messed up? That is a question for another day. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, but you might argue that's because I didn't experience the kind of astronomical success when I was a kid. I was like literally a, as they call it, a working actor when I was a kid. So I, you know, I had many different shows that I did, but I wasn't like, you know, in the next, like the biggest movie of that year kind of thing. So, you know, I didn't have that kind of exposure to all that adulation and all that. Oh my gosh, you're the best thing in the world. You're a God or whatever. Like when you're in your very formative years, so I guess I, I had a little bit more or was able to have a little bit more perspective. I think it takes a really sort of strong fortitude to be able to navigate those kinds of um, those kinds of experiences when you're very young. Um, well, you know, I think you turned out fine. <laughs> so thank you. Well, thank you, sir. I mean, you know, <laughs> as far as you can tell. Well, I mean, I always say like, you know, sure. So-and-so is nice, but are we sure they're not secretly a serial killer? Because, you well, know. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, Roger you seems, I, I mean, you know, Roger you, seems like a nice guy. Finding out all kinds of, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, Roger is one of the nicest guys <laughs> that, he's so, so kind. So, so kind. He's always been very, when I was sort of up and coming, kind of in the middle of my kind of breaking into VO and doing better and better. He was, you know, super helpful and encouraging. I, uh, yeah, I, I very much value my, my both friendship and, and working relationship with him. No, I mean, he's great. And, and like you were both, like I've noticed, like you're both very introverted people, which, you know, makes your performances mm. stand out a lot more because you would never expect oh, that's like, because you would never, because, <laughs> because you would never expect like, Hey, you know, there's this inner introverted guy who, is the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, come on. <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even know he classifies himself as introverted because the way he presents <laughs> is very big and bold. And it's funny because similarly, yeah, people think that about me, that I'm, you know, when they meet me in any case, they're like, oh, you're introverted? That's weird. I didn't I didn't get that from you. But 
it's, you know, it's how you recharge. It's just this really lovely, obviously Roger loves, you know, his photography and going out in nature and taking, you know, trips to sort of ca uh, capture these really beautiful images. And I, I envy that in his, in his life because, I mean, I very much recharge by myself. I very much recharge in, in nature and, and all that sort of stuff. So I got to find my thing. No, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I mean, you know, you, we just have this perspective of like, you know, from an actor's perspective, like, you know, we as an audience only see like the role. We never see the person behind the role. Right. And, and, and we sometimes forget like, oh, that's a person. Like we forget like, you know, behind the curtain, there's always like, you know, something else going on. Like the right. and, the, and that people aren't their characters. <laughs> so well, I mean, it's hard. That's a hard thing to do. I mean, even for for all of us actors, even being in the industry, sometimes I, you know, I pinch myself because I, you know, I get to work with people that I have really admired over my life, and you know, I watch shows and sort of, you know, admire these. It's just very. It is hard to separate. I mean, regardless of who you are, if you watch a show for many years and somebody's like literally in your living room exposing all their most vulnerable parts to you, basically, because that's, you know, a lot of what acting is, is really being very sort of vulnerable and, and, and true and honest with like the characters that you're given. So on, so the, the truth of the matter is that, you know, we as an audience also are seeing like the inner parts of these people, whether they, whether those inner parts sort of come together in the same way as you see them in the characters is a completely different question. But those, you know, those moments are very true. So it's easy to feel like you know somebody. Well, I mean, yeah. And, and nowadays, like with social media, it's so easy just to get in touch with anybody nowadays. Well, yeah. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Very po that's very true. Sliding into the people's DMs, very easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I kind of envy you because you can literally just like send Clancy Brown anything <laughs> through through mm -hmm. Twitter, and and he'll be like, "What the hell are you sending me?" Hey, you know, but that comes. I mean, it's yeah, you know, you work with people, you know them from living in the same town too. I mean, Clancy. Um, he also knows my sister because my my niece and his uh, his son went to the same school when they were little kids. So I mean I've known him from working on the same projects. I know him through family. I, you know, it's just also just part of like living in Los Angeles and being in the business. It's hard to not uh, to not come in contact with with all sorts of folks. Now I I remember like you know back when Lego. Uh, super, you know, DC super villains came out like they did the whole promotion with you and him, and yeah. they, they took the picture. And I forgot how tall he was. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know, my god, yeah, he's a big dude with a big, big voice. And uh, it's funny, I totally forgot, or actually, no, I didn't even realize my sister knew he was going to be in the Mandalorian, but when uh, we were watching it here, my wife and I here, I <laughs> I was totally blown away. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute, is that Clancy in the red?" Did you watch the Mandalorian? Well, yeah, it was. It was, you know, it was hit and miss. You know, I think the fifth episode I, was probably the weakest. I loved most of it. Most of it, I, but but yeah, I mean, there were definitely ups and downs. Obviously, I mean, in any series, there is. So, but uh, we did like a full Star Wars binge in our house, so we started. 
uh, we started with, we literally did it like chronologically and started with episode one and went all the way to the end. And now we have to do all the cartoons. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Now, Now you get to experience like you get. You know, you watch Clone Wars and you get invested in, in Asajj's arc and she never finishes okay. it. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell me that. I know because people are like, you have to watch Clone Wars because it fills in so many of these gaps. And so we're like, okay, but how many? It's What is it, like four or five seasons already? It's seven seasons. So there you go. Seven seasons? For <laughs> God's sake. All right. That's a lot of seasons. That's a lot of commitment. It was so much easier to be like, great, we have these, like, nine to 11 movies that's easy and then like this little bite-sized show but yeah adding the cartoons is a whole other a whole other beast and are you watching like the whole thing chronologically because then you have to start with like gendy's clone wars from 2002 Wait, so what oh my god i don't even know about that now you're messing with me Nope. There was 2D Clone Wars, and then there there came 3D Clone Wars, so... Oh, damn it. Okay, all right. Well, don't even... Now we're, like, fully into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, too. It's like, this is what happens in quarantine, right? You're like, okay, what things do you watch in between, you know, the work that you can do and all that? So, we're already... What are we... Well, we have Hulk next. I've seen a lot of them, but I haven't seen all of them, and... So I didn't watch the last uh, couple Avengers movies because I was like sort of, I don't know how we all, I don't know how we get to this point from all of the other movies. So I wanted to fill in the gaps again. So we're not, you know, we're on this 22 movie journey now. So. <laughs> oh man, well good luck with that. Cause... <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Also very long. Uh, I miss the days when, when movies stopped at like nine or ten. Like, now it's, like, oh 20 or so. I know. Well, it's just as long as, you know, people are still going to the theaters and still buying tickets for it, they'll keep making them. I mean, I it's funny, because, like, I'm fully a sucker for the Pirates of the Caribbean series. <laughs> I, like, can't. I still, I will still watch them. I'm like, oh, they're making new ones. How fun. Adventure on the high seas. Sounds good. I mean, I'm a big nerd, so... I'm kind of into anything that kind of has a fantastical universe about it. So you're like Michael Bolton in, in, the, in the Lonely Island video where he comes in and he's like, have you guys seen those pirate movies? Those are great. Oh, how funny. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that moment, but uh, sure, yes, I'll take your word for it. It's <laughs> like, have you seen those pirate movies? They're just so great. <laughs> they are so great. They're so great. <laughs> I've only seen the first three, so I have not seen like the the others. So I I wouldn't know. Well, they're great. I don't know. They just keep. It's just fun, you know. It's just fun. It's like big budget fun, you know. And they hire good actors. There's. I don't know. I love the music because I love Hans Zimmer's scores pretty much all the time. So so I'm on board. No, I mean it's it's fun. Like you mentioned, like finding things to do in quarantine and like hey marathoning shit is like the the thing right now so there you go (laughs) yeah yeah it's like no but but i mean that's commitment like you you guys weren't just like watching just the movies like normal people just watch the movies no we'll we'll watch anything star wars we'll watch the tv shows the cartoons the christmas special part of 
of it is also because I do, because I do these kinds of things. So I also feel like, well, it's silly for me to, you know, I mean, I do animation and I do like a lot of genre stuff in my own work. So I'm just like, okay, if I want to fully understand this, I need to get into all the lore and really, you know, click in. So it's kind of like a little bit of, it's my work uh, bringing me to that point. And it's also just being a nerd. I can't help it. And do you watch stuff that you're in or is that too weird? Uh, it depends. I mean, I do. Yeah. I mean, I can't, for instance, like I'm not a hardcore gamer yet in any case. Like for, okay, here's another thing. I bought a PS4 while in quarantine. I had, I didn't, we have a Nintendo 64 here, but it's not mine. I, I, I came into that, <laughs> but, but like I haven't had a gaming console that was my own since I was a teenager. So you know, over the quarantine, I was like, okay, may as well, you know, I'll play some of my games that I've voiced from years gone by, because I hadn't really made too much of an effort to get deep into it. Like, I I would, I, I, if I wanted to see my performance, I could go on YouTube and, like, watch people, you know, playing the game themselves, <laughs> and, like, streaming it, and what have you. Gameplay videos are so easy to find. So, I, that's how I would see it, because, you know, obviously games over the years now have gotten so you know, you have to be incredibly skilled. So it's like almost another job in a way. I mean, it certainly is for some people to get good at it. You know, I mean, it's a sport. So, so I have a console now, but I'm only just getting back into the world of gaming, like tiptoeing into it. And, uh, I mean, it's beautiful. I'll say that. Well, I mean, you know, just wait till you get to The Last of Us Part 2 and just listen to yourself making all those dying sounds. Oh, don't even, don't even, mother of God. <laughs> I, uh, there were a lot of different fun dying sounds. There were so many, so many of those. And they walk you through them. It was very intense. Like, so nuanced, some of these things. It's so funny. So, so I have, uh, I have heard <laughs> coming out of my own mouth. <laughs> But, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I have Last of Us and honestly playing that, the idea of playing that like freaks me out because it's so, oh my God, it's so intense. I mean, you know, knowing what I recorded and certainly seeing all of the cinematics and stuff, I'm like, holy shit, do I have, do I have the fortitude? Like when I, uh, played Diablo many, you know, I, Diablo three, which I was in, I, um, was curious about it, you know, so I got my computer all upgraded so I could play it and see i fully had a nightmare that night when i when i tried to play it the first time and i'm like well i guess i can't play that then i guess it's so lame but i'm like i you know i have to desensitize myself clearly with the last of us it's going to be much more intense so oh and it's even more fucked up when you realize like most of the people who did the wolf matilla and 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 the the cult are people you know and you're Uh basically killing people you know Oh yeah, I know it's pretty messed up. <laughs> Just it's it's pretty messed up, but it's funny. Like I know people who played the creatures, all the different you know clickers and shamblers and all this. It's so so interesting. Oh so, no, I mean I laughed because my buddy uh, Ben Pronsky's in this, and and he has oh, yeah. a really funny line. <laughs> If mm. if you go kill if you you know because you get to a point where they start uh, you know throwing attack dogs at you and if you murder okay. and if you murder the attack dogs he screams no <laughs> oh of course you know how many oh my god like every time we got to a dog death in the booth we were like you monsters for crying out loud. <laughs> 
making people have to murder these dogs. So yes, yeah, that was that was no joke. And I'm like, fuck your dog. There you go. <laughs> I mean, if you have to survive, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's a, it's a gnarly world, that Last of Us world. No, it's it's so fucked up because like you know, if you're a dog owner, you're gonna hate this. If you're like you know someone who's familiar with the people voicing these characters, you're gonna be weirded out and just like yeah. just like well, yeah, because it's so grisly. Because yes, those deaths are so realistic that yeah, of course, it's pretty nuts. I mean, like a lot of those things, like we were like gargling water to be like you know to deal with you know the the now your throat's going to be ripped out the side of your neck by the thing like it was you know they're narrating okay so this is what's happening to you so it really helps some actors if they take some water in their mouth <laughs> scream through the water like it's just there were so many different tricks that we used to kind of you know establish some of these really monstrous sounds so yeah no, it's great. It's great. I love it because it's like, I'm hey, that, that. I mean, that's commitment. You know, that's commitment. It did you know, its job, man. You know, almost choking to death on water. I mean, in a booth, and just to just to get like a just to sound just to get like five seconds of animation. So, animation sounds sounding realistic. I mean, that's that's commitment. Oh <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> we were there for it. <laughs> and did you guys record together for those sessions? So yeah, so it was cool because most games, you don't record with anybody else. It's just you in a booth by yourself. And certainly these days it is, so you wouldn't have that luxury. But but yeah, for Last of Us, they paired us up. So most of the time I got to record with Erica Lindbeck. She was my primary partner. And, uh, and yeah, it was such a blast. I hadn't met her before, and I'm so happy that I did. Obviously, she's really very dear friends with Mela too which was funny because I like shortly thereafter gone uh, or in the midst of it gone to a convention with Mela so I got close with Mela but yeah uh, Erica Lindbeck is so great so she uh, we had a lot of laughs at the booth <laughs> she had so many voices so many random little voices she would do uh, character voices she's just such a riot she's so funny to work with oh and then you found out oh you're, you were <laughs> Black Cat and Spider-Man holy shit <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. Oh, I was fully jealous of the fact. Well, no, because I grew up watching Thundercats, and she plays Chitara. I was like, no, in like the new game. But yes, because I love her, and she's so talented. Uh, but yeah, like she's so many things. So many things. Yeah, I mean, I've had her on. She's great. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. No, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's it's just fun, you know, just going in. Making death sounds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Getting to know each yep. other over making oh death God. sounds. <laughs> over making death sounds. Supporting each other through your various death sounds, yes. And how many times did they get you to say, she's over there, she's over here? Oh, don't even. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh yeah. Under the garage, on top of the garage, she's under the car, she's over the car, she's in the car. Like that. Those Some recording sessions would be literally just that be like now we're doing the car now we're doing the you know back area now we're doing the top of the roof now we're doing you know oh yeah so much it was like a year and a half i think of that a year and a half of just going in there just saying the same line over and over again totally and making it urgent and making it like really intense and like high you know high energy and you know near death and all that you know so 
yeah, it's a very specific art uh, doing video games in a way because you're not, you know, when you do on camera type scenes or theater or what have you, you're, you're, you know, with another actor. I mean, that's what was really lovely because actually being with another actor in the booth for Last of Us too, we got to actually play scenes. So we were able to sometimes every now and again, like play off of each other when we had dialogue that was actually a scene. Which was really lovely, but yeah, a lot of the time you're just crafting your own world and moments and keeping your energy up, you know, to make the to make sure that the game feels really intense and uh, really high stakes. So, I mean, it 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 helps that you have wonderful uh, directors and writers there with you to guide you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't even we wouldn't even know where to begin without them because it's every every bit of it is in games requires that kind of guidance because you couldn't possibly know like where am I 10 feet away from the guy is he right in front of my face like how much do I shout you know they have to give you all those cues yeah and Wonder Woman is standing where okay exactly exactly <laughs> there you go there's Cheetah yeah <laughs> No, it's it's uh, speaking of Cheetah, like I always find it weird, like you know, no one ever gets hired to play, you know, their natural sounding accent. Like it's always someone doing like a fake accent. <laughs> hey, I love it. It's so much fun, though. It's it's just glorious. I mean, hey, as we've discussed, you could play an American. You're just about there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had people come up to me and say it's you have an American accent, but it sounds like nothing. Like it sounds like oh, there's no specific to yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could almost be maybe more from California, I guess, because there's like a laid back quality to it that's a little more West Coast. So I would, so I wouldn't say it's nothing. It's not nothing. <laughs> it's just probably not necessarily East Coast. Not like very New York or you know that kind of that kind of world. <laughs> it's not like Boston. <laughs> It's not Boston either. It's not the South, you know. So yeah, West Coast has a little bit more of that like dryness and a little bit like slower. I mean, it's part of it's like where my accent drifted because I'm from Toronto, Canada originally. So I definitely, when I was a kid, had like slight hints of a Canadian accent. But when I did the Magic School Bus when I was a kid, they they kind of worked that out of me a little bit. <laughs> Because, like, there are certain words they wanted to make sure, because it was, you know, American producers and it was for the American market that we were all pronouncing very American. So I, I started my American accent training very, very early. So you couldn't say out. <laughs> no, you could not. You could not. And that, that's an example. It's like all the O's, you know, the O's and the U's and all that are very round in Canada. But in the States, they're very, like, flat and they sound like A's. Like, not... It's not not. It's not. You freaking hoser. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There you go. No, I mean, because I noticed that, like, a lot of people who I've talked to from Canada, when they come into the States, that the first thing they tell them, lose that fucking Canadian accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta, I mean, it's it's funny, because not everybody has a strong one it's i don't know why some people have stronger ones than others but it's i think like i once saw i was like an episode of goosebumps i did when i was like 11 and i was like oh i have a little bit of one i do have a little tiny one <laughs> that like went away really fast but there was a bit a touch of it no but it would have been hilarious if you just kept it into your adult life oh my god <laughs> that wouldn't have worked 
worked out so well. There's so much very American specific stuff I had to very much orient myself towards if I was going to keep acting out here, you know. Uh, especially like with Sapphire, because like she's like more regal, like she has that princess mm-hmm. regality that you couldn't pull off with a Canadian accent. No, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not one of those. Yeah, no Sapphire. Ah, love Sapphire. No, that that was a huge deal. I remember like when when it was revealed, like oh, it's a you know it's a queer couple on, on um. On a kid's show, and everyone like lost right. their minds, and yeah, and <laughs> and and it kind of shocked me that 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 was you, because I'm like, uh, is that who I think it is? Nah, it I is couldn't. Who you think it is. <laughs> oh, how funny! Yeah, yeah, and I didn't know. I mean, it was so great. I mean, I hadn't yet watched the show up to that point. I'd auditioned actually for Garnet before uh, before I ended up booking Sapphire, so. I had some experience with, you know, what they wanted for the show and what have you, but I didn't know what the character was going to be. I thought the character was going to really only be in one episode when I went in. It was unclear that it was like a, a character that was going to recur. And I had no idea it was going to have that much impact or, you know, be that pivotal for the show and for a lot of people. So it was, it was a huge gift to be a part of it, you know? No, I mean, it was, it was great. Like, you just like be just. Finding out like you were Sapphire and going, holy crap! That that that's that's. <laughs> no, wait. So did you? What what did you know me for from before you saw me? Oh, you're gonna that. you're you're gonna like either cringe or like think this is weird, but that's I. Interesting. The role I know you from, and you're, yeah. and this is true. This is not me making this up. This was my okay. introduction to you from voiceover. Okay. Is Candy from Dave the Barbarian. Oh, how funny. Oh, that's interesting. And you kind of recognized me in Sapphire. That's interesting. But it doesn't sound like Candy. Candy had like a high-pitched voice and Sapphire is like way too deep. Right. Oh, how interesting. Yeah, I loved uh, Dave the Barbarian. That was so much fun for me too because I ended up working with a bunch of people who I – that would be an example. When I got there – it was all group recording sessions, so it was just literally everybody in the cast, and if there was a guest actor, they would come in and record with all of us, and uh, and all those actors were, you know, major in my childhood, and I didn't realize it until I, like, bothered to look them up, you know, a little bit later into my doing of the show, and I was like, what? <laughs> no, my God, Tress McNeil with, like, Fabs on Animaniacs, and just, there was just so many things, you know, Simpsons and all these things. I, I had no idea, but just all of them are so freaking talented. So it was a huge learning experience for me. No, I mean, and props to you for keeping a straight face when you had to record your <laughs> dialogue with uh, with, Je- with Jeff Bennett when he did Twinkles the Marvel Wars. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Bennett just period is just always so, such a delight. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did I? You don't know if I kept a straight face. They just took the takes where I did. <laughs> You, you you were probably like just corpsing like the entire time. Oh my god, we laughed so hard. I mean, you can't not. I mean, if you write a really funny show, I mean, there's no way not to laugh. I mean, I had a lot of laughs working on Captain Underpants for Netflix. They write, I mean, it's such a funny show with like lots of interesting detail. I mean, I love, I love, you know, animation and humor in animation. It can be, they can really craft some beautiful stuff. 
And do you like look back and at, at at like any other actors to take you know you know as inspiration when you're doing cartoons? Gosh, I do sometimes actually. Yeah, sometimes if I'm crafting a voice, I'll I'll look up. Well, what's interesting is sometimes you actually have to because they want you to do like a voice match. <laughs> so if like an actor has like moved on, they don't particularly want to do a role anymore, or they're doing other projects and it conflicts, and so they've you know chosen to focus on that work, they'll bring in you know somebody else maybe to. So I've certainly auditioned for things where you know you have to actually figure out how to exactly do that person's voice which is an interesting thing to do i mean i you know i did i i played for hermione what what few uh, moments that you see her in a harry potter wizards unite so that was an interesting thing um and so that was an example of somebody who I had to like listen to for interviews cuz they wanted her to be more her adult self so I was listening to all these Emma Watson interviews and trying to get her exact cadence, which was really, really interesting to do. So, I mean, that happens. But yeah, I mean, if you're crafting a different sort of a voice that you haven't done before, it can very much be helpful to, to Google somebody that you respect and sort of see how they've approached those things. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, especially when you're voice matching someone, you have to like, you know, listen to them and, and like match the voice, as, as, as right. they say. 100%. Cuz it's not an impression. Like voice matching is not an impression. They want you to match that person's voice. They cause... very much do. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah, it's a, it's an interesting exercise. I feel like JB Blanc is really good at that. I I said this before, but I think JB Blanc can play like any nationality and no one would care <laughs> cuz he's just well, so fair good. Point. <laughs> he is so good and you know, yeah, that's true. That's that's true. I mean, he's so good, and he just, yeah, accents and different sort of tenors of uh, sort of vocal range. But, I mean, obviously, he also directs, so he has experience on both sides of, of the mic and uh, is, like, expert at, at all of it, so. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, man, you know, you get to work with that, you know, that someone that talented. Ooh. <laughs> I know. No, it's, a, it's totally a gift. He was one of the people that I worked with earlier on i'm trying to think of what oh my goodness gracious what was it it was a fighting game i feel like i need to imdb myself this might actually be happening right now on the air what was that he wasn't an injustice too he wasn't that was someone else (laughs) oh i see oh did you think he was no, but I mean, you said fighting game, and the only fighting game I can think of is Injustice 2, so... Oh, how funny. <laughs> Let's see, okay. It was something, now it began with an O. It was... I got this, or maybe I don't, I'm gonna go right past it or something, that's what happened. So, oh, no, 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 it was an XCOM, XCOM 2. I believe he directed me in that. That was like back in 2016... There was a lot of shouting. It was back before I realized that, like, preserving my voice was probably important. So I just, like, whenever they had, you know, really high-intensity lines, I would just scream my face off. And he'd be like, just, you know, pull back. It's okay. You don't have to do <laughs> You don't have to go that hard. It's just, you know, this is only medium. But I would, like, go hard on everything. Um, and I still suffer from that problem. Like, I will fully just be like, what do you need? And I'll just give, like, everything I have. But... 
it's definitely, it's a smart thing to, you know, especially if you're doing a bunch of different games. I'm, you know, recording a few things right now, and it's like, you can't just blow out your voice and then, like, do work the next day, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens, and, and I always say, like, you know, if you're going to take work, don't don't take work that's, you know, you know it's going to be stressful on your voc- vocal cords. Right. I mean, most people, t- you know, they respect now, certainly, the, the voice actors and sort of what they have to do and so on and so we'll we'll guide you accordingly and not necessarily i mean like i have a vocally stressful session tomorrow that you know but they're you know they've assured me like everything like by they're gonna you know do the really high intensity stuff at the very end they you know you build to it you do the low intensity like punches hits what have you at the beginning um you know so there's a sensitivity to it and they don't make it a very long session typically they didn't with um with Last of Us 2, they were very sensitive to it, so they would only schedule a certain chunk of the efforts, uh, you know, on one day, and then, like, a, spread it out over a long period of time, so you didn't get, you know. And I know, like, for instance, Erica had, like, a, uh, I believe it was a cartoon that she was also working on at the same time. I mean, probably numerous ones, but, but uh, you know, where she was doing a, a kid voice, and so she couldn't do, like, soldier voice and scream her face off, and then the next day effectively do a small kid voice, because that'll make your voice very husky <laughs> for at least a day and a half. Let's go play some baseball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. No, yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the way of the world. You know that's isn't it? Yeah. You know. You gotta take into consideration that people work on multiple projects, and if you're gonna do a video game, you gotta know what you're going in for. <laughs> totally. Totally. No, I mean, speaking of like stressful sessions, what was the most stressful session for you, like in terms of video games? I probably The Last of Us, actually, because <laughs> because of the fact that there were fully some efforts where, like, I li- actually gagged. <laughs> Like, not, no joke, because it was so far back in my throat, or I had to, you know, do such intense sort of contortions. I had to figure out how to do it so I wasn't choking myself in real life, basically, Uh, because they were so nuanced, because they needed many steps. They needed, like, sometimes really very long uh, choking efforts or what have you. And that can, yeah, that can, like, strain your voice in a very sort of different way. So that was surprising to me because I hadn't had that experience before. It's <laughs> like, oh, God. I am actually gagging. Hold on one second. Let me try that again. <laughs> so, so yeah, it would, it would definitely have been that one. But, again, they were very sensitive to it. And Maggot, who was, who was guiding us on, on some of the most stressful sessions, was look, so kind and uh, so capable of sort of guiding you through all the sort of pitfalls of some of those efforts. So some of them he was like, oh, we can just, you know, patch this together if you can't do this particular one as long or or what have you. So that was really, really very sweet of him and and generous. So I, I appreciated that. But most of the time, I kind of, I really love it um and haven't you know had too much stress i guess uh, on my voice but of course it's been sort of a long build of it in the very beginning like one of my favorite efforts used to be like dying by flame (laughs) because it was just like screaming bloody murder for you know several seconds and i like silly me i had friends who were like oh my gosh what's that like this is like in the early days 
and I would totally just do it for them, which is, like, not good. Like, that's just totally wasting your voice. You should not do that. But in the beginning, I was like, I'll do it. I'll scream for you <laughs> so you know what this sounds like. And now I would not do that. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but that's, you know, also because I'm working a lot and I definitely have to make sure that my instrument is in good shape. And plus, you don't want to, like, show up, do, like, a voiceover session and then show up to, like, a live action session and then, like, you can't talk to them for the entire day. <laughs> exactly. No, that would not work out so well. That would not work out. That or mocap, you know, any of those things. There's so many different ways you, to be an actor these days. <laughs> it's not just, it's not just, you know, and it's all acting, you know. We you shouldn't, oh, like, yeah. ju- we shouldn't just say, oh, well, voiceover, live action, or real acting. It's it's, it's all acting, you know. <laughs> Come no, on. No, and it was interesting. I don't know if you were, I think it was JB who said in the panel that we did at yeah, Galaxy Con, yeah. I believe. Yeah, you know, he was like, it's actually one of the hardest, uh, you know, versions of acting is, is the sort of voiceover world because you kind of have to be ready it's just so interesting you don't get a lot of the time you actually don't get the script in advance i'm typically like actually surprised when i get a script in advance most of the time you know you walk into a session like i recorded something yesterday and i'm doing the same the same job tomorrow where um yeah like i'll just get the script when i walk into the booth you know and and it's just pretty much like okay go and you just pretty much read it and, and come up with, they give you context and stuff, but, you know, you have to come up with your sense of the, the line pretty much as you're saying it, as they're recording it live, which is a very unique experience. And you have to be really good at sort of cold reading and improvising in, in the moment, which not everybody uh, is as, as um, is as game to do, I'll say. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're used to doing, like, group records or if you're used to having, like, someone there with you, it's mm-hmm. it's hard as shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very different. It's very different. Yeah, I mean, it, but, you know, obviously on camera and theater and uh, what have you is, like, a whole other beast. And obviously you have to memorize your lines, which is another thing. And some people find that daunting. And, uh, and then just sort of being in the moment with another actor is can be really delicious and um and wonderful in its own way uh which is why again i love doing those those paired up recording sessions for last of us too because it was just great to be able to sink into a moment with another actor i do feel very at home doing that um so and that's yeah it's very different but i don't know i mean i think they all have their their joys and their difficulties and they're all all of that is different regardless of what sort of acting you're doing i think voiceover sort of gets this kind of weird like oh it's just voice acting rap because you don't have to do you know shit tons of preparation basically like you can walk into a booth and just do it however just doing it well uh isn't necessarily easy well, anyone can read lines off paper, but, you know, <laughs> trying to make that sound like words, like sentences, come mm-hmm, on, man, mm-hmm. that's hard. <laughs> yeah, it can be, it's uh, it's not straightforward, so, yeah. Well, we appreciate your appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have you know, I, 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 am, I am a lover of the fine arts, my lady. No, you really? <laughs> Yourself also uh, practice the fine arts. Uh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, 
No, just a lover. I see. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Indeed. I'm more into writing, but you know. So. Oh, really? What do you, do you write? What do you <sighs> write? We used to used to write web comics, but you know, recently because of you know quarantine and just me being mm-hmm. stressed out constantly and just like you know constantly, mm. God, it's it's hard to say this without sounding crazy, but like it's it's hard like for me to 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 keep my sanity afloat sometimes. I kind because I kind of get too yeah. stressed out and and I see just so much stupid shit online on Twitter and I know that. And I, and I said this before, like, I mean, if I, if I didn't have to promote, like, this podcast and other stuff that I do on social media, I wouldn't be on social media. Cause I think social, I me- social media is a waste of time. Oh, yeah. No, no, I, I hear you. I mean, I often find myself posting something and being like, why am I even <laughs> doing, what's, why are we doing this right now? I mean, I, I don't have any particular, I mean, I think some people, you know, use their social media specifically to, pro- I mean, certainly to promote like a very specific thing like your show. And that's wonderful. Uh, and then it's like, you know, as actors, you're, you're promoting yourself, which can be another weird kind of a thing. And I, I feel weird doing that a lot of the time. So I pretty much just post when I feel like posting and when I'm excited about something, which luckily I'm, you know, excited about a lot of the things I'm actually working on, which is, you know, a, a delight. Um, but yeah, I, I don't try to like, I don't know, force anything in a way. You know, I, I do my best to kind of use it as as what it what it would be if it weren't so heavily steeped in uh, the need for attention for the sake of advertising and money. You know, uh, I use it as best I can as a social network. You know, and and like this is maybe you guys want to know about this because you're following me and you probably do. So it's like. So I'll do that and like things that I just feel good about. I'll post those. But but yeah, social media is a weird is very it's a weird beast these days. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough, and but I do like reading your tweets because they're just like short and to the point. And I'm like, yeah, more, <laughs> more people should should do this, you know. Why? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, I don't. If you get, I feel like uh, most of the things that end up being said are said the best with fewer words. I mean, if you can be concise, you know, it cuts, it's, it cuts more directly to the point. A lot of the time, I feel like the, the less words you can find. So I do my best. I do my best. Yeah. Cause I mean, a lot of people, you know, tend to, to write these really long things and, or just have trouble like thinking about how to word this. Cause you only have like 20, sure. 280 characters to say what you're, yeah to say what you want to say so you end yeah. up with like really weird shit sometimes and totally. and 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 some people who are really really angry over mm-hmm. stupid stuff but you know it is what it is yeah no, that's yeah. true it is what it is how long have you been doing this podcast i don't have any context uh. yeah, <laughs> I, I have no idea like, i've hey. been i've been doing this since I started or since it like got rebooted into an interview show? Hmm. Well, I guess since you start, give me both, give me both timelines. I started way back in November of 2012. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a long time. 
And I was 22 years old. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like, hey, you know, we like talking about a bunch, a bunch of dumb nerd shit. Let's, let's do a yeah. podcast. And we, and I did a podcast and, and, and sometimes like I just would reach out to people, to voice actors and see if they would be interested in coming on. And, and I got, got and I mean, I got some people on here, but I never really thought about like continuing it on until like, you know, 2018 where I was like unhappy. You know, mm. in, in personally, and I was going through a rough period of time and, and yeah. I just, and I just said, you know what, uh, you know, I got nothing to lose. Let's reach out to someone, see if they'll come on the show. And, and I did. And, and the person, you know, God bless them. They came on and, and, wow. and, and they, and, you know, after that interview, like after, you know, July of 2018, I said to myself, you know, what if you do, you know, <laughs> do, do an interview show? Like how many yeah. people can you get on here? And, yeah. and and looking at some of the people I've gotten on here, I sometimes wonder like has imposter syndrome kicked in yet? Because you know, so funny. <laughs> I mean that you know it happens to the best of us, quite frankly. I mean I certainly suffer from it from time to time. It's just like I think you know I don't know tantamount to being human at this point. It's like sometimes you pinch yourself and you're like, oh, here we are. This is what we're doing. That's cool. And, and I love doing the podcast cause I just, I, you know, I, I, you know, another thing is like, I hated like listening to, to other podcasts and, you know, interviews oh. and, and, and thinking, oh man, this feels too much like an interview. I want a conversation, you know, ah. let it, let it be a conversation. Let's have a conversation. Let's, you know, have oh, a, an it. honest to back, honest to goodness back and forth about whatever, whatever's on your yeah. mind. It doesn't matter. And, you know, I'm very thankful that I've made friends from this podcast and, and, you know, yeah. just <laughs> let's have conversations because I don't think we as human beings have conversations anymore, at least not meaningful right. ones anyway. Right. I know you told me at some point how to pronounce your last name. I don't know if you have your last name tied to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I got it right the last time. I won't, I won't, I won't try and butcher it this time. Abdullah, that part I that part I got. <laughs> yeah, because I, when I put my 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 full name, people I get confused. I was like, does he want me to say the full name or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, should I try this? I'm not sure, but yeah. No, I mean, yeah. th thank God, I just when I get people to sign stuff, they just sign my first name and not the full name. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I remember you said to, you sometimes have a hard time pronouncing it. That can't be right. <laughs> can't be right. And believe it or not, it's it does it has gotten misspelled. Like I because I, I I remember like I have a credit card and I looked at and I looked at my credit card and I'm like, holy shit, they misspelled my name. Are you serious? Yeah. Your credit card. Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> oh no. Well, I actually appreciate you letting me introduce myself because most people take a stab at my last name and have no idea that it's pronounced the way it is. So. So I was able to say my own last name. There you go. Exciting. <laughs> no, I, I let people say that because I don't want to butcher anyone's name. <laughs> That's smart. That's really smart. It's so funny because so many people are like, I got this. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> Sorry, that was wrong. I do the amount of times someone has said my name. And then they've been like, I, I introduced you right, correct? And I'm like, no, actually, no, you did not. It's okay, though. It's fine. Thanks for letting me correct you. It's okay. No, because I'm kind. Of, I'm I'm that person who kind of needs to listen to someone else say someone's name before I say it. Otherwise, I'm gonna be confused. 
Ghost. Totally. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is so funny. Has has your last name gotten misspelled on, on mail or packages or anything like that? Oh, my that? last name 100% has been misspelled. My, I mean, I've seen people misspell my first name and my last name at the same time. I'm like, it's really not that hard, guys. But, uh, yeah, often I can, people will drop one of the T's, so it'll just be L-U-T-R-E-L-L, which drives me bonkers. I'm like, how difficult can it be, guys? It's just, there's two T's in the middle, two L's at the end. It's not hard, but that it is definitely happened and it's become like i'm trying not to let it be a pet peeve but it kind of has become that so i'm like just just look at it before you type it i i'm the sort of person that i will if i'm about to you know contact somebody or what have you i'll i will copy their name like if i see it spelled out from themselves you know i will be like great if i'm scared i'm gonna misspell it i will just literally copy it on the computer and paste it because it's like i don't even want to risk you know getting it wrong oh man jb blanc that's a hard name to remember holy shit oh, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny Roger Craig Smith, that's a hard name to remember. It is, it is hard. You know what? I don't know. I literally have like like a loose fear that I'm just going to misspell anything, so I'll just do it. I literally misspelled my sign today. Like Pisces, I fully just misspelled it. I misspelled it in the Apex app Actors group text chain, and I immediately was like, that doesn't look right. I need to change it. Darn it. I'm like totally one of those grammar, grammar uh, Nazis, so... Oh God! I remember like I I would imagine like everyone in the chat are like you misspelled it, you misspelled it, Erica misspelled they it. Saw it. We're not gonna say like I I hopped on it really fast, but I'm sure someone was like Erica doesn't. How is she? Did she spell that Pisces like pie like you eat? I'm like yes, I did. I did spell it that way. No, that's that's the beauty of of text chains is like you know you can just like misspell shit and people would either be okay with it because it's because then you can just say autocorrect. <laughs> right. You can you can just say that whether it's accurate or not. <laughs> that's right. You are a stupid. What? No, no, I didn't call you stupid. No, that was autocorrect. <laughs> That was, yeah, haven't you seen those fun autocorrect, like, memes and things? Like, this happens to everybody. It's okay. Uh, I love the one where it's like, hi, but what, what, what she, what she really, she, what she really means is like, and it's a long paragraph of, of irrelevant shit. I love, I miss that meme. Right. <laughs> oh my god. What she says, hi, what she means is, have you noticed how in Star Wars no one ever actually you know, knows what the force is. That's pretty oh, weird. Funny. <laughs> oh, funny. I haven't seen that one. I'm gonna have to look that up. No, it's just weird. Um, no, ah, oh, man, this is this has been fun. Um, do you post these? Do I promote this also? I can do that. Well, I mean, I can, you know, if you want. <laughs> I know this is live, so I assume not. I think you're just promoting it on your end. But I'll, you know, if you do, I will. No, I mean, I, I will tag you in it. I mean, you know, I hope you'll find it. I God, I hope so. I just cause... followed you back, so it'll be easy to find. Oh, thank you so much. But followed. I'm stalking you. It's happening right now. Are we friends now? Because, like, I feel like we're friends now. We're friends now. Are we friends? I feel like we're friends, I think. <laughs> 
Now, um, well, I mean, we were, you know, almost an hour in. I might as well, like, bring this up, you know, before people, yeah. before people get real pissed off. Uh, Apex, how did that come about? <laughs> I love it before people get pissed off. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, okay, I recorded, the, I got an audition for a character that was codenamed. I, can, I won't even say the codename because they still use that codename when they send me sides and, and scripts. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I, you know, went into the closet and I recorded it, came up with this voice. It's funny because the voice has sort of evolved over time. Um, I don't think it was as deep as I have it now when I, when I first started, but it was very, it was grounded in the same kind of vibe. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it and I sent it in. I didn't think anything of it. And then they clearly really liked it, called me into the Warner Brothers studios for the callback and. Uh, and I had a really fun time and they seemed really enthusiastic, but I had no idea what it was. I didn't know it was part of the Titanfall universe. I didn't know anything. So it was a, it was a really, really nice surprise when I, when I booked it. And, um, and it's just like the character herself, Bangalore, to me is, is, I know I've said this before, but it's, she's just so freaking relaxing <laughs> to me. Because she doesn't give a shit, you know? I mean, she does, obviously. She has, like, you know, this lore of her brother and, you know, tragedy and, and so on. And, you know, why she's in the Apex games in the first place. And, you know, but as far as how she kind of approaches things, I kind of, I really love that she kind of just sort of drives, drives at her objective and really doesn't, doesn't think too much about it. Because I am, a, like, I historically am a major overthinker. Um, <laughs> so it's like, really delightful to voice a character that doesn't have any of that i just once i sink into her in the recording booth i'm so chilled out and like happy pretty much so yeah it's nice it's it's nice to kind of access these other parts of your personality but that's how it came about to answer your question no i mean i I figured we might as well talk about apex before someone like listens to this and is like you had a run and you didn't talk about apex how dare you at all jesus (laughs) Uh crap. Oh crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the how. And yeah, since then it's just been a really fun ride. You know, I mean recently, you know, they had reached out to see if I wanted to record something for the new legends, you know, voicemail for Rampart. Um and that was a lot of fun because they wanted me to do this video. So I was sort of I, they explained how they were going to use it, but I didn't quite understand it until they posted the posted the uh, the clips of it and, and so that was fun so just today for instance they posted the video after posting the voicemails and it's just really cool kind of how they're how they're crafting all this lore behind the game itself i i love the dedication of of the whole team and the writers and everybody who you know who, who all the devs and what have you they just are doing really extraordinary work I mean, just the gaming universe to me is like blows my mind how much intricacy there is. So, so yeah, I'm, it's, it's really quite a gift to be a part of. And all the, the voice actors on it are like so supportive of each other. And we've had like quite a few fun sort of quarantine Zoom chats <laughs> over this time, which has been really lovely. Um, I'm like not as an introvert, I'm not like particularly great at like making new friends. So it's been really nice to have, you know, some of these other folks sort of reaching out and kind of engaging and all of us kind of getting together and being like a team, you know? So 
so it's yeah it's a really lovely unique um fun and like you know badass experience yeah, and I said this before when I interviewed Roger, like you guys don't record together and the fact that you guys reached out to each other and just to hang out is just amazing to me because yeah. no other cast is doing that. So that's true friendship no. right there. No, I thought it's really, I mean, maybe it's because we got so many Leos on the team. There's like six Leos. I think there's just a ton of extroverts who are like, you know, big personalities and like willing to put themselves out there. So, I mean, I'm grateful for them because I probably wouldn't have. I would have just been like, that's so nice. It's nice working on this thing with you guys. But, you know, as somebody who is like, uh, you know, the whatever, Pisces, Aries, Cusp, Introvert, all these things, uh, I'm very, very deep feeling. So, you know, once you're a part of my life, you're definitely a part of my life. And, you know, I, I care very deeply and I'm not good at doing superficial stuff. I guess. So it takes me a second to sort of establish, you know, that I can uh, be in a close relationship with, with a person and with people. And so it's been really, really lovely to sort of be establishing that with, with this really great group. No, I mean, it's like a buddy cop movie where, you know, at first, you know, you don't get along, but then uh, at yeah. the end, at the end, you realize that you guys are, you guys are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. Darn it. Yeah them and the writers my goodness i mean we've had we've had zooms with with you know everybody my gosh like manny put together a zoom i mean it, it's so great i don't know I, I love the camaraderie on 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 the game and and do you get like messages from people asking asking you specific game questions and you're like can you please ask the devs about that because well, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't answer because i mean i can't anyway you know, I mean, even if I, I, I feel like Mela's better at framing those things, but like I, I mostly am just like, well, if people ask me a question that I know I can't answer, I just sort of leave that for, you know, potentially like Tom or Manny to, to answer, you know, or for another fan to maybe answer if they know better, because that, you know, that sometimes is the case. But yeah, I, I, I know I don't touch those because <laughs> I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm not writing. I mean, I try to, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not the writers. So, I mean, I, I develop my own sort of backstory, obviously, for uh, so I can convey sort of true and honest moments when I'm, you know, in the booth recording. But um, ultimately, those might be shifted or changed uh, if when more sort of lore comes, uh, is discovered or written. Uh, so, you know, I have to also be willing to, to shift that. So I don't have all the answers. So I can't give them, guys. I mean, plus you gotta realize, like, you know, it's, it's an ongoing game, so the lore right. changes, so, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no sort of hard and fast stuff. I know people have a lot of questions about sort of Bangalore and her past and her involvement in the, the IMC and all that stuff, but I'm like, I, I, you know, I'm gonna, I have my own ideas about it, but I'm gonna wait to see what the, what the writers have in store. Well, I mean, you could say your head cannon, but then people will get pissy at you either way, because like, yeah, oh, how? Exactly. <laughs> I can't give. I know, and there's too much investment in it, so I'm not gonna give them that. It's just my head cannon will be reflected in the words as they exit my lips. <laughs> ba ba Bangalore was secretly the mastermind behind the whole thing. <laughs> there you oh go. man! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm not even, see, I won't even entertain. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> he was a Sith Lord all along. There you oh. go. 
Palpatine, one of my favorites. Big favorite. No, I mean, I, I saw what you posted, and I'm like, yeah, I like this lady. She gets it. <laughs> she gets it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, over the course of that whole thing, to have <laughs> to have a character that was that was sort of at the helm of sort of the bad the whole time, and to literally have it be the same actor, oh my gosh, it blew my mind. I was, like, so thrilled by that. <laughs> Have you ever heard the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Oh <laughs> just my god, so good. <laughs> just love that movie. I'm sorry, I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. I like episode three. It's fun. I like oh, it. No, it was good. I liked it too. I liked it too. <laughs> Maybe because it's so meme worthy, because there's a lot of memes of it, but it's it's a fun movie. I like it. You know, it has its problems with what movie doesn't, and I like it and I yeah, and I mean, it's so interesting to be able to to have that, you know, Darth Vader lore at the very end. Like, that gave me chills. I was so, just in particular, well, I don't want to spoil it for people. <laughs> I haven't watched it. But you know what I mean? Like, it was just to, to, to see not necessarily what scarred him, but, you know, the, like, what uh, formed him after that, I think, is sort of what I mean. It was just sort of an interesting interesting beat to see and was just like wow you you, it just gave us a lot for you know those who you know been invested in the original three movies for so many years to be able to see that but i mean yeah i definitely had certainly some issues as did everybody with the original three but the third one i i um thought was really valuable i think for the, the totality of the arc you know and and I'm sorry, you know, but you know, I don't care if it's you know if it's considered cheesy, but I still kind of tear up every time, you know, the you know at the end where you know Obi Wan breaks down and says, "You were the chosen one. You were supposed to, you know, destroy the Sith, not join them." It's just heartbreaking. Right. Oh, totally, totally. I mean, and just the whole sort of Amidala thing, and like the fact that he and like see now I just feel like I'm, but you know what I mean. Like the fact that I'm trying to do it without being spoily, but the fact that he he had a premonition, but the premonition he he furthered by taking actions to avert it. Like what a quick crazy, you know? He's like I'm doing this to protect you, but like in fact all his efforts to protect her is what brought about the the end he didn't want. Which oh, was, like, that was it, it becomes it becomes even more heartbreaking when you watch Clone Wars and Clone Wars because really? Clone Wars fleshes out that relationship and it hurts. <laughs> really? Oh, that really? Oh, that sells it for me. Because I want to. <laughs> I want a little bit more of that. I felt like it. It felt a little rushed in the original three, like just the development of the relationship. So I'd like to. I'd like. Yeah to have a little bit more of that. No, uh, you're going to love the Clovis arc. <laughs> That's all I'm no, going to say. <laughs> Stop giving me all this business, right? <laughs> Oh, how funny. Well, I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch the whole thing, you're you're gonna watch the whole thing, god damn it, and you're gonna yeah, come back yeah. and we're gonna have a discussion about Clone Wars. about that. Alright. Okay. <laughs> Hold me to it. <laughs> No, I mean this has been a lot of fun. Um, like, what else have you been doing? On, you know, during quarantine, I'm kind of wondering. Besides marathons. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, trying to read and then not entirely succeeding. I guess. 
trying to be a little bit more, you know, involved in like the intensity of the politics of what's going on where I live. So, you know, those things. We'll get too deep into that. But, you know, I mean, it's been really intense over here for a variety of reasons. Um, and we've been sort of in the thick of it. So, yeah, just trying to help people as best we can and sort of donate to causes and and so on. Um, and then, I don't know, trying to better myself, I guess. I think, like, a lot of this quarantine time, right, has sort of had us all journeying inward quite a bit, you know? Because, like, there's so much time by yourself um, and sort of with the, hopefully, the people you love if you live together and so on. So it's it's been interesting to be able to kind of, yeah, go inward a little bit more and, and get a little bit firmer about, you know, why why I do what I do, you know, what it is that I truly do love, what's important for me going forward, like just all of those things um, has been kind of, it's, it's inter- interesting to be sort of confronted with a lot of that uh, being, being by yourself. And so you could let it take you to like a sad place or you could take it to a, this is like an opportunity certainly to like, I don't know, evolve and sort of come back out. Hopefully when we're allowed to come back out (laughs) a better person, you know? Well, and what, then that's what we call character development in the writing business. There you go. (laughs) Yes. Accurate. <laughs> no, I just I just love seeing people, you know, way back, you know, a year or two ago and how they were compared to now. Like a, a year yeah. or two ago, I probably don't I probably doubt you were thinking about some of the stuff you're thinking about now in terms of no, existential exactly. in terms of like existentialism. <laughs> totally. No, I mean it's gotten a lot deeper certainly. Being, but I mean, I, I am somebody, I don't do, I don't do superficial too well, but I think only, only in the last year have I discovered how, how uh, much I hate superficiality. So like, literally, I can't go to a party anymore and, and like have small talk. I don't do small talk very well. So pretty much I'll go there and I'll be like, hi, how are you? How was your day? What are your dreams? <laughs> now, uh, what you should do is like, go, go there. And don't talk like a normal human being. Talk like a an, a character in an RPG. So just okay. ask them like very just just basic questions. Like say, "Tell me more about so and so." Okay, tell me more about this. Um, okay, tell me more about this. Um, okay, and then when they when you're done, you can just say, "Bored now? Let's talk about something else." I'm tell me more. Now. Hilarious. <laughs> Tell me oh more gosh. of this. Something about, that's so funny. <laughs> Something tells me Chris Edgerly might do that better, at least the way you're embodying it right now. Like, I feel that. Well, yeah, well, man, he's he's another. You know, I, I'll, I'll just give that dude credit for, like, just go, just riding that Apex train all the way to the station. He He's, like, full-on Apex oh, right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's extraordinary. I've been like dedicated also to like perfecting his abilities. I mean, okay, I don't know. He'll probably come back at me for that. But you know, I mean, he's, he's actually legitimately gaming and like doing pretty well. <laughs> I mean, I would say as compared to the rest of us voice actors, you know, but, uh, well, maybe that uh, excluding Johnny, who's also, who's also very good. And I guess Roger's gotten on the train, but you know. But I mean, I told Roger this, but I mean, dude, you have at least one win, and he's like, "Wait, wait a minute, let let's get this straight. I did, I only won because I got carried." So, 
Oh, how funny. <laughs> oh, wait, no, because also Allegra. Gosh darn it. I don't want to like be like misquoting like some of them. We like, you didn't, why don't you know that I do the thing? I'm like, I know, I do know, but sometimes my mind fails me, darn it. No, it's okay. Leave Erica alone. She's great. She's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Full on. Just, Full yeah. on, man. Yeah. Um, no, this has been fun. This has been it's fun. so lovely. <laughs> it's so lovely. Well, we'll have to do it again at some point. You know, when I have other things that I can talk about. Because <laughs> I can't talk about any of them right now. They're just, you know. All NDA, but I'm working on them, and, uh, you know, you'll know when it's time. I'm sure you'll know. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, do you, do you have to call it now, or do you, do you have, you know, when do you want to call it? Well, I guess probably, yeah. It might be dinner time over here. Okay. I think I'm, like, keeping my wife out of the main <laughs> living area, because I thought it was, like, a video thing. So she's, like, <laughs> hiding in the bedroom. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what's going on. This is me and the dog out here in the darkness. <laughs> Slow Dark dancing. Distracts us right here. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we go, where can people find you on social media to bother you? They can find me at my middle name, which is at Shukrani on both Twitter and Instagram. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this, and I really hope we can get do this again because this was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it'd be such a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much. <laughs> Talk to you later.